Now batting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Thursday, Albuquerque. You know what that means? I have a fair idea. That means we are on for two hours tonight before we get bumped for Thursday night football. I hope it's a good one, guys. It won't be. I hope it's a good one. I'm not trying to be that guy again already, but it won't be. This is the week that Kyler turns it around. Who is that? He's a quarterback of the Arizona Cardinals. He's new? Not our mutual friend, Kyler. So he's new, you're saying? I mean, relatively, like considering the history of football, he is new compared to perhaps Joe Montana. At Talk ABQ on the social media, come hang out with your boys today. We are live streaming on the Facebook. You can come say hello to us. Get in the chat. We'll get you on the program. Um, I mean, not if it's like garbagey, though. We won't. What it's, do you mean? You know, some of them are. Because all these yeah. weird side conversations yeah. and stuff. I'm you like, know who you are. You know who you are. You 137, 138 people. He, <laughs> you know who you are. The minis of you. Yeah, all of you. ALCS was yesterday. The Yankees are not good enough to beat the Houston Astros. Of course they're not. The NLCS. No one is. The NLCS was yesterday. And those two teams are going to go to seven games. There's no doubt in my mind. Oh, it's gotta. It's gotta. The battle of the NOLAs. Bob making the show go around. Bob, welcome to the program. How are you, friend? I am fine. Good. And a lot of when I first had Bob, people were like, oh, Robert's new nickname is Bob. No. No. No, no, no. 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 My nickname is Bobcat. That's okay. They're, I didn't know that. Let me write that. You didn't know that? Well, that's I knew that. From across the hall. Bobcat. Hey, Bobby from across the hall. The, oh. Robert is now with us. He is currently at the Arizona Cardinals. He's making some funnies out there. New Orleans Saints game. Who's quarterbacking for the Saints tonight? The person who's probably going to replace Cooper Rush in my heart. Andy Dalton. Is One ginger Andy Dalton. Yeah. I don't got the same love for Andy Dalton, though. No, you should not. NGL, brother. He doesn't. Well, uh, he didn't steal my heart the way Cooper Rush did. Cooper Rush is a winner, and Andy Dalton is Andy Dalton. Like, There's a big difference. Andy Dalton has only ever been part of a carousel. Andy Dalton has had plenty of chances. To be better than Andy Dalton, and Andy Dalton has failed every single time. Even those teams, so my hopes are not up. No, for a ginger to finally win the Super Bowl, ginger quarterback. Excuse me, it will never to happen. finally win the Super Bowl. It doesn't look great, Cooper considering Ru our numbers are dwindling, and our athletic uh, prowess isn't at a very high marks to start out with. That's the word you want to use, athletic prowess. Yeah, yeah. There, like I watch some of those strongman things. Like there's athleticism in the ginger community. Yeah, a lot of gingers in Iceland. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Born Bornjensen is Jorn Bjorn Bjorgenstjern. Yeah, very good. Yeah, at throwing a keg over a bar. Also, Beard. that sentence works in a lot of different ways. Keg over a bar? Yeah. Yeah, baby. We do that every Monday at Howie's. What? Uh, what? Hmm? No, they don't put the keg over the bar for us. Don't create a false narrative. No, we 
drink a keg's worth. Fake news. And they got to replace it in the keg room. It's <laughs> my metaphor for that. Let's say you're Thursday night football tonight, right? Let's say. You're Arizona Cardinals. Okay. Okay. You have a new wide receiver. Is he playing? Is he out there tonight? D-Hop. D-Hop is back, No, so D-Hop is back. I'm, they got a new one in Robbie Anderson. Is he going to? Robbie the Robbie Anderson should be on the field. He should be on the field. You don't trade to, for him if you're not going to play him. I was really excited for D-Hop and Hollywood to play together. Why is Robbie Anderson not with the Green Bay Packers? Do they not care about winning? Well, they're going after a lot of other wide receivers. Oh, they're going to get and, zero. And when I say a lot of other ones, Chase basically Claypool. everyone. Yeah. Yeah. A six-round draft pick. You're going to tell me that the Green Bay Packers couldn't come off of a six-round draft pick for Robbie Anderson. He has to go to Nowheresville of Carolina. Excuse me. He has to go from Nowheresville of Carolina to Nowheresville of Arizona Whenever, all the time, but for some reason, three and three, Green Bay Packers, who need help at that position more than any team ever, and they won't just come off a six-round boy? Let me tell you why the Packers don't make these snap trades. Any trades. It's because, yeah, also almost any trades. They don't do anything. Almost any trades. They don't care about winning. They have a board. A board of what? And their board of directors has another board that serves as the general manager. So two boards have to get together. Like... Two dozen people have to decide on these trades instead of like just a president and just a GM being like, okay, yeah, we'll take Robbie Anderson. There's like 20 dudes in two different offices. They got to argue within themselves and then come together and argue and make a trade. I don't think that's that's why the Packers never make trades. I don't think that's correct. It is very correct. They don't just have like. Nope. Yes, they do. Nope. The board. They don't have a general manager. They got a general counsel. Yes. What's Brian Gunkis done? Do. He's got to answer to the council. He's got to answer to the board. He doesn't just get to pull the trigger on stuff? No. That is stupid. It is stupid. You're lying. I am not lying. Do this they is, have this scouts? Has been, this has been one of the biggest impedances in Packer success historically at the trade deadline or acquiring talent that they need to fill holes is because there's way too many cooks in the kitchen for the Packers front office. There are no trades in the NFL anyways, so let's just be... Hardly ever, right? Never, ever. There's only been one trade in the history of the NFL. For never, never? And for it was never, never? Champ, Champ Bailey for Clinton Portis. That's the only trade in the history of the NFL. Everyone knows that. That's like the most even trade in the history of the NFL. All time. Yeah. Oh, we have a need at a position. You have a really good player. You have a need at a position, and we have a really good player. Tag up. Let's, yeah, let's go. The Champ Bailey, Fred Smoot years... That made the Washington Guardians relevant? Those were big years. Clinton Portis. Stupid. The Green Bay Packers don't want to win. Arizona's going to win tonight, I guess. I took New Orleans on the road because i got to make up points in my pick'em league. Uh, but wrong. no reason to. No. Everyone involved in this thing's terrible. Play Taysom Hill. I mean, all, all of the critiques for Kyler Murray throughout the beginning of the year, I tried to answer with... Wait till D-Hop comes back. Then it takes pressure Mm -hmm. off of Hollywood Brown. Right. And then you can't just focus on one guy. And both of their numbers will go up. And you'll have to play more people back into the secondary. And then that opens up the running game. Just you wait. Week six, Hollywood Brown gets hurt. He's out for six weeks. Now they're going to do the same thing to D-Hop that they're doing to Hollywood Brown. And it's going to be a repeat of everything. Cardinals win like 13-10 and another snoozer. A wide receiver core with Hopkins, 
Brown, healthy. Mm-hmm. And Robbie Anderson. Quality. That's very good. Top ten, you can make an argument. Top five. I'm trying to come up with three that are better. There's not. They might be the best three. Oh, my God. No. Who? Where are the best three wide receivers? Oh, Bengals, duh, number one. Buccaneers, number two. No. Steelers, you can make an argument. No. They're up there. They're going to trade Chase, Chase Claypool to the Packers. Hopefully. Oh, my God, I hope. Bengals is it. That's the one. So they're number two. They're number two. But their quarterback mm. is also number two. Ah, nice. They don't want to win no games. You didn't catch that reference. Fred's talking about poop. Ertz is plays not, like a poopy boy. Ertz is not good anymore. You need him to be good. The running, Ertz, is, Ertz is great, no, by the way. No, he's not. He's he's not Travis Kelsey, but he's having a great season so far. Killed it last year. Everything inside, and he's staying healthy. He's he is safe, is what he is. He's safety. Hey, oh, foolish! Inside ten, forgot about the Raiders, the Bills. No, yes, they're not better though. The Raiders are fantastic. No, not not the wide receiving core. They have the good. They have the really good one. They have the guy that plays baseball, and then they have no one. Hunter Renfro? Yeah. The legend? Cooper Cup Jr.? I said it, the guy that plays baseball. There's not a third guy there. Hold on. Vikings, Dolphins. Oh, it's Miami. Miami's the best one. Third. Dolphins third. Give me Bengals. Give me Bucks. Give me Dolphins. No, not the Bucks. Stop saying the Bucks. They don't win no games. I'm not talking about the team. I'm talking about wide receiver group. Yeah, but that's what I think you have to factor in. Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Julio Jones, and, Russell Gage. And why is Tom Brady? You can make an argument the Bucks are better than the Bengals. I can make an argument that Tom Brady shouldn't take a page out of Kellen Winslow's, Winslow Jr.'s book. I think that's stupid. Brady just needs Gronk. He's a shell of himself without Gronk. He's a soldier. Yeah. Hey, hold on. <laughs> no limits, son. So Thursday Night Football is tonight, so we'll be off the air at 6 p.m. That's when we go to Thursday Night Football. We're going to pack this thing full up until then. Hey, at least the stupid Broncos aren't playing. You at least get two hours of us instead of commercials of us. What week are we in? Hey, we got a lot of complaints on Monday. About what? That our show wasn't on. Yeah, that was They had to listen to the Broncos radio network lie about their season. people came to Howie's sports page to say, why aren't you on air? And we said, just sit down. Just have a beer. Have beers. It's, okay. it's a Broncos night. We're a Broncos station. About. Hey, and, and by the way, if they're playing well, I'd be like, hey, love them Broncos. Yeah, Great having them on our station. Broncos country. Can't wait. Can't wait for another primetime game. Let's ride. Let's ride. Let's ride. Broncos nation. Let's ride. Let's ride. <laughs> Broncos country. Let's ride. Let's ride. <laughs> Hashtag let's ride is the New Mexico Highlands thing. Is it? It is. So whenever I put up social media posts. Hey, legit, Highlands would beat the spread against the Broncos right now. Dog, you put C.J. Sims on the Broncos, that's two touchdowns a game they're not currently scoring. That's a fair point. He's so dumb good. That's the thing about the R-Max. There's so much talent, so many athletes. Also, Colorado is pumping out athletes right now. Like, I look at these R-Max schools as I do this stuff. Yeah. They're athletes. Up and down out of Colorado. Sure. Going, going everywhere. Coming here, doing stuff. I'll tell you the secret. All right. We decrease joint pain. From weed. You're, From weed, yes. You're talking about children. Yes. No. 
As soon as they turn 18. That's, or is it 21? I don't know. Okay. Bob knows. Bob, is Bob, it 18 is or 21? Is it 18 21? or 21 to get weed in Colorado? You know. I would not know. Okay, I see the way you're eating that popcorn uh-huh. back there. So you, you know. Bob walked in. You know, Bob. With, with like a 55-gallon <laughs> trash bag full of movie theater popcorn. No, it's uh, it, it was. Let's be accurate here on that. Okay. It, it was a promotional bag of popcorn. Uh, our chief engineer's daughter was doing a fundraiser. So it's not a fifty-five gallon bag. No, only forty-five. That's okay. <laughs> he threw it over his shoulder like Santa Claus going popcorn down the chimney. <laughs> Doesn't weigh much. Hey, that's the time I eat the most popcorn every year is Christmas. In those tins, you ever eat those popcorns in those tins? Yes, yeah. only the caramel. Same. I don't want any of the butter. I don't want any of the butter. I don't want any of the white cheddar. Butter's good. The butter is good. Not the ones in the tin. The tin ones. The caramels. Just caramel. Caramel. Just the caramel corn. Stop saying it that way. (laughs) Why are you saying it that way? The caramel. 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 Are you messing with me? Where is that extra letter? What? Do you? How do you believe that caramel is spelled? C a r m e l. There's an A. Caramel. I think it's dealer's choice. No. Whether there's an A or not. You're being, no. I Googled it, and there's, like, all the different uses. Well, like, ingredient-wise, yeah. No, no, no. Different spellings. What do you mean, different spellings? Like, caramel corn? It's C-A-R-M-E-L. No, no, no. You're thinking of camel or something. You're like in a completely different world. Hey, I never think about camels. How dare you accuse me of that? Are we talking about the confectionery product caramel? We're talking about caramel. We. The way you're saying it sounds aggressive. Caramel? Stop! (laughs) Are you uncomfortable now? Yeah, you're using it as a verb to invade a country. The only time I say caramel is when I'm referring... To the super popular 90s candy bar, Caramello, which was filled with caramel. Who's your favorite basketball player? <laughs> Caramello Anthony. Thank you. <laughs> ALCS, NLCS, whenever we get back, it's two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. Start our days at the YMCA Central New Mexico. Our lunches. Bob, you been over to 6-6 Diner yet? You better I've have. been there. It's very good. You know what you can get in your milkshake? Caramel. Caramel. <laughs> <laughs> the weekend is for New Mexico's Vodka Teller. Vodka. Monday nights, you already know, we rage at the page, Howie Sports page, 12500 Montgomery Boulevard. It's 95.9 FM and AM 610. From the texter, caramel is a city, caramel is a candy. Neither of them are caramel, which is the correct way to say it. I can't think, I like, even as you're saying the word, it sounds so weird in my eardrum. Sure. That I can't place that as something that's actually been said before. Caramel? Caramel corn. Caramel apples. Ca- no, that's not real. Caramel. Caramel apples. Caramel. You know who loves caramel? Me. Athletes. Can't just start adding extra syllables to stuff, Fred. But the A is there. The A is there. Yeah, yeah. the A's are here. That's for sure. Do you think there's a hole the in a, it? The A-H's are so here. So you look at it and you think there's a hole. You think <laughs> there's just like an, like like a that hole. Because there's not. Yeah, caramel. 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 Doesn't work. I tried it twice. Oh, that's just twice? 
Today's I-9 Varsity is the I-9 Varsity of popcorn flavors, okay? Today's I-9 Varsity. Whenever we get to that, we get to that. All right, ALCS, NLCS, dealer's choice. Where do you want to go first? Well, I can talk for three hours, even though we only have two, about my beloved Houston baseball Astros. So you're going to have to keep me in check here. You choose. I mean, that was pretty pretty flip-floppy, wishy-washy. The ALCS yesterday. Okay. Astros are going to sweep. Cool. Go to commercial, Bob. It's Bob. <laughs> they look I don't think so. Bob. What's interesting to me about Justin Verlander is he's not as good as he's made out to be. Really? He's the first person to strike out six people in a row in a playoff game ever? He just did that last night. Oh, I can't believe in today's age of baseball where players swing for strikeouts or home runs that he was able to capitalize off that. So That's so crazy. Not only did he set a playoff record by striking out six people in a row, he took over the all-time strikeout lead from Clayton Kershaw. In what? Playoffs. That does. That's not a stat. It's very much a stat because they kept showing it on the television. Okay, here's a real stat. Okay. Number of times they win. Not enough. That's a stat. One last night. Won a championship in 17, been in two World Series since. It's a lot of winning, Fred. It's a lot of winning. Here's another stat. Aaron Nola has thrown 10,000 fastballs in his career. Only nine of those fastballs have been over 96 miles per hour. Three of those nine have all been to his brother. There, You can make up a weird stat for anything. Hold on. Is that stat true? That's a real stat. Because that is a really cool stat. That's... I like that one a lot. Austin Nola has stared down the barrel of 96-plus three of the nine times that his brother has thrown 96 plus and i'm telling you that stat just like your verlander stat is stupid and doesn't matter what is real is how many games they win and justin verlander if this is his approach to go after high power home run high strikeout percentage guys you know who's going to whoop up on him san diego who put base runners on every single inning yesterday against the whoever they're playing philadelphia phillies because the Yankees are garbage. Okay, so we're on the same page. Astros are going to win the ALCS. Uh, do you think it's going to be a sweep like I do? No, is the question. I, uh, on games after Justin Berlander wins in the playoffs and Minute Maid opens the roof at home, the Astros are 16 and 1 in afternoon boys that start on the East Coast but finish in Hawaiian time. No, Van, they're not going to sweep, you nerd, you loser. Okay. They're going to lose tonight at home to the New York Yankees because there's no one left for the Houston Astros to put on the mound. They have the best pitching staff in all of baseball. Not tonight. Oh, not tonight. I see. Good talk. You're going to tell me right now that there's a baseball team on this planet good enough to beat the New York Yankees two times in a row. Two times. And especially after you only beat them by two runs. Uh, the Astros dominated the Yankees all year. The there, Yankees the Yankees only won one game against the Astros and they had to come from behind in the bottom of the ninth to win. All right, watch out for tonight then. Because the Yankees <laughs> aren't playing to win in the regular season. They don't care about that. You know what the Yankees do in the regular season? Literally wherever they want. To get blow to this it, point. Almost blow it in the second half to the Orioles. That's what, what they do. What? They, they got to the ALCS cradling the baby the whole way, Van. So Framber Valdez, Houston's oh, Houston starter tonight, here we go, has an ERA mm-hmm. a whole point and a half lower 
than Luis Severino of the Yankees. It's an unfair advantage. Get to that point. Oh, by the way, congratulations to your boy, your current boy, but more more importantly, your ex boy, Harrison Bader. Harrison Bader, who will be leading off Stud. for the New York Stud. Yankees tonight. That is dope. That makes him a better team. Now you don't know this, Bob. It's seventy percent of the Earth is covered by water. The other thirty percent is covered by Harrison Bader. He's that good. Look, the Astros don't even need to score that many runs because they have Jeremy Pena. The rookie single-handedly destroyed the Yankees last night. Two doubles and a dong in his first championship series? Correa who? All right, that's a good point. Because Correa was touted as that dude that couldn't be replaced. That was kind of like that. Everyone outside of understanding the Astros farm system right. was like, oh, he's gone. Like, that's there's a hole in the lineup. I told you all yeah. year. I was like, unless he signs an, signs an extremely team-friendly deal, we got his replacement. Hey, real praise. He's as good now. Altuve looks different in one game against the Yankees than he did in the ALDS. In the ALDS, he went over the whole series. He was a loser. And here in the ALCS, it's like actually, and although he didn't get any hits or whatever, did take a walk, but it just it looked different, right? It looked like there's a presence. He his swings against the Mariners were awful. He was swinging way out of the zone, which he does. Well, and what to be fair, to be fair, way out of the zone for him is like what, like five three, five four? No, 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 way out of the zone. He like Altuve swings like Vladimir Guerrero swings. Like he'll hit a ball two feet out of the box into the stands. But he looked lost against the Mariners. And then he hit some hot shots against the Yankees. So welcome back, Jose Altuve. We missed you, brother. Hot prediction. You ready for this one? Okay. Harrison Bader gets a leadoff single, and the Yankees win tonight. Harrison Bader doesn't reach base, and the Yankees lose. Lead off? Lead off. The only way the Yankees will win is if they get to Valdez early, chase him early, and bring in the middle part of the Astros' bullpen. Because the end of the bullpen is one of the best in the majors. You have to chase Valdez early, do damage to their middling relievers, and then ride it out. Valdez is going to look right down the pipe, right? God, he's so good. And he's going he's gonna to slightly lift his gaze up and to the right. And he's going to see that big old mouth guard in Harrison Bader's mouth. And he's going to say, I don't know what to do against this warrior. Yeah, he knows exactly what to do. Strike him out on that sweet, sweet slider. That sweet, sweet slider that Harrison just pokes into right center. Just gives a little ride. Just sends that thing right out there. Ends up standing at first. And there it is. All the pessimism of the New York slump. You're not looking at Justin Verlander anymore, who's trying to have a a, reckon, a, a Jesus-like a return from basically the dead, cannot perform during the regular season. Luckily, he's being carried by the success of his wife and his cheating teammates to this very moment. Hold on, are you that. describing Justin Verlander or Tom Brady? Yes. Okay. As he gets past that. <laughs> Harrison Bader reaches. Okay. Lead off single. When's the first pitch? 530? 530 today? 507, I believe. All right, 537. First pitch today. 07. I don't think that's correct. I'm often wrong. I think it's 537. Okay. Because I remember that when I read it earlier. I said, oh, Fahrenheit, 537. It's not. 
Okay. That's wrong. Yes, he knows. I didn't like that. 507. 507, first Correct. pitch. Yeah. Believe your boy. Believe the Astros okay. fan. Okay. I thought it was at 537. Shows you what I do. According to, according to Major League Baseball, it's at 537. What are you doing? What? It's right here on the MLB website. I got it right here on the MLB website that says 507. 537. I'm going to uh, – you know what we'll know here pretty soon whenever the game starts at 5. <laughs> I love everything about – I am on uh-huh. MLB.com. Sure. And it says 5.07 p.m. Eastern on TV. I'm not saying that you're insanely wrong, but all I'm doing is I'm looking at the TV guide in front of me saying 5.30. I'm looking at the MLB website that says 5.37. No, you are not looking at the MLB website Here's that says that, 5.37. All that matters to you is that 5.40, Harrison Bader will be standing on first base as he is reached against the Houston Astros as the Yankees come back to tie this series 1-1, take the advantage then as they play three consecutive ones in New York, sweep out on the Astros, and win this you thing. You can't sweep when you're already down 0-1. From that point on. Oh, I see. Yeah, at home. Sweep at home. 4-1 victory onto the World Series. So in the span of 12 minutes, you've gone from the Yankees are the worst team in baseball and they're going to get swept to they're winning the next four games because Harrison Bader has been switched to leadoff. Is this your rationale? I mean, go with what works. Also, I'm glad one of the Cardinals is performing. Don't talk about Matt Carpenter Because your boy, Matt Carpenter, (laughs) had a golden sombrero yesterday and was embarrassed. Please don't call him golden sombrero. Well, he committed a golden sombrero. I am not calling him a golden sombrero. He deserves more respect than that. He's a Stantonian sombrero. He's he's (laughs) mustachian. NLCS reaction where we get back. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. I make it hot to death. To death. Hot to death. Hot to death. You can see me flex for now. I'm no stranger. I make it hot to death. The Padres put runners on in basically every inning yesterday, Van. It was crazy. It was crazy. It was crazy. The amount of traffic that was on the base paths. 13 hits. One reached on an air. I'll make sure I got the walks right here for you, okay? Just two. I thought it was four, but just two. 16 base runners. That's, eight, that's eight, how you win baseball games. Half of them scored. What? What? Big five-run fifth inning obviously was the difference. In true Philly fashion, they did have some defensive snafus. Philly fashion. Two excellent games to start this series, though. Dumb exciting. Of the two teams I thought would be bounced first in the NLC, in the NL playoffs. I predicted the same thing. I thought, hey, these guys, hey, thanks for coming. Mm-hmm. There's the door. You're exactly right. Shows you what I know. No one knows October baseball, baby. Also, how does San Diego fan handle this right now? Being able to root for a local team. Like, that's kind of crazy. I'm so happy for them. It doesn't make sense to them. Not just tortured San Diego sports fan but like high fashion fans because yeah. I'm rooting for the jerseys just as much as the team. 
There's currently right now, there's someone watching this thing who's like, I don't know how to act. Right. Totally. I, I didn't know baseball. I don't know what to do with my hands. Yeah. Oh, baseball is this interesting is what you're telling me? Crazy. Literally had no idea. Had no clue. Because as you're watching that one, and was it four they put up in the third yesterday or whatever? Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, here come the Phillies again. They got the names. They got the guys. They got the best catcher. They got the best outfielder. Nola and Nola. Blah, blah, blah. Harper is on fire. Dumb on fire. He is on fire. So stupid how good he is. It almost feels like he's doing it by himself with some other good pitching. I didn't expect Aaron Nola to blow up like that. You can nickel and dime Aaron Nola pretty well because he'll give some shots to the gap. He'll give a home run every once in a while. Doesn't walk a lot of dudes, but he puts people on base. But I did not expect that huge blow-up inning from Aaron Nola, which was kick-started by his brother, which is friggin' amazing. Big bro got the better of him that time. Well, and Manny Machado gets a solo shot. There's like... Everybody's getting in on the party. I got the Padres bouncing back tomorrow. You want to hear the best sports talk analysis in your whole life? I really like the Padres if they can keep hitting home runs. Like, Oh, my God. Like, Get out of here. That's what this is, though, right? Hey, because this Padres team, who's going to dink and dunk a guy on every every inning? Wait till they hit one over the fence. It's worth that many more. Like, <laughs> this is you. not the Yankees. Thank you, who, John Madden. This is not the Yankees who put Judge in the leadoff and lose RBIs all the time. This is not the Astros who don't have players tall enough to hit home runs outside of one right fielder. Like, this is a team who's playing like a men's league softball team against a team that can be hit on because apparently the Phillies don't know how to pitch, and I, maybe their arms are exhausted. Hey, the end of the season, the wild card, the DS. Hey, Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola are horses. They're going to be fine. There are 200 innings a year, 110 pitches a game starters. They're fine. The rest of the rotation, i.e. Ranger Suarez, He'll be on the bump tomorrow at home against Joe Musgrove, who is going to get a lot of Cy Young votes. Musgrove's a dude. And he's from San Diego. Why they didn't pitch him in San Diego baffles me. But here he is taking the hump in Philly tomorrow. To me, what's interesting, and by the way, good point, because what did Nola go? Four and a third? Yeah. Do you go four and a third? Because whenever you have guys in the playoffs, and this playoffs. is you can't waste it either. Because every every bat, every pitch, mm-hmm. every shift, every all these things are so magnified to where if you think you can get to Nola with you don't see them one time through. Mm-hmm. You go up and you chance that thing. And then it was actually we're gonna we're gonna slow play you a little bit and we're not gonna get our big run inning. Until was it the fifth? I'm trying to be. I should have that in front of me. And yes, I don't. it was the fifth. Yeah, end. and it's like, okay, well, Philadelphia wasn't ready for this because Philadelphia thought whenever you didn't do it the first time through, they had you figured out. And to me, I'm like, is there a cat and mouse here that I'm not recognizing as a fan? Mm-hmm. Because this is not the approach you should take. The approach you should take is the one that the Yankees are trying to take tonight, which is Harrison Bader in the leadoff. Go up there and get it. Maybe the Padres are a lot smarter than everyone else doing this thing. San Diego was also quite fortunate 
They How had, so? They had some bounces go their way. Good point. Some, you know, off the tip of the bat, off the handle, falling right up, uh, over the third baseman's head. Some C&I singles that if this shift would have been tiny different, it would have been an out. I mean. But Drury, the, the, and, Drury and Bell is not fortunate. That's just back-to-back. It's the the big dogs, yeah. Yeah. But you've had some bounces. You've had some some balls that went off the handle that ended up being hits that extended innings. You how like Austin Nola gets a hit the other way off of off of his little brother. Also, like, also Drury's home run is home run in one park only. Yeah. Like there's there's no juice on that. See, I mean, it's playoff baseball. You're gonna need some bounces. Like that that game easily could have been five four Phillies. A few bounces different. That inning doesn't extend. Of course, that Manny Machado shot's a no-doubter. That's going to be a run in yeah. any ballpark. What was that, 490? I mean, it was that big, but it was big. I thought it was that big. You're thinking of Schwarber's. No, Kyle Schwarber ain't nothing. Schwarber, I think, hit his 488. He, okay. He's hurt and pulled and grabbed my neck in 1988. He's retread Chicago Cub. That's all he is. He's got zero. He talent. led the National League in home runs, Fred. Yeah, he lucked into it. He's, like San Diego lucked in the four of those runs yesterday. He just closes his eyes and swing hard. It's not – I mean, we could all do it. It's it's a good strategy. <laughs> he's doing pretty well with it, to be honest. In my, his defense, he's doing all right. I just put my bat out there, guy. You know, just see whatever happens. They don't play again until tomorrow. Correct. To me, because now you're going back to Philadelphia – or you're going back to San Diego. Do I have that backwards? No, they're going to Philly. Philadelphia. Correct. You're going back to Philadelphia. Does San Diego steal one of the three on the road? They steal this next one. They do. Yes. They steal this next one. And then Philadelphia takes two in a row? I At least one. But uh, I think it's going back to San Diego. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was trying to get to. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Joe Musgrove is a dude. I've seen him throw a lot of innings this year. He's not scared of these moments. Yeah. Even though he's never been in a moment this big before. Right. I mean, he did throw out of the bullpen for the Astros when he was on his way up. But he doesn't scare. Like, he's a bulldog. I think he rises to the occasion. Padres go up 2-1. Even though I predicted the Phillies at this point to be up 2-1, I thought the Phillies would go up 2-0 in San Diego because of their dominant starting pitching. You know what's interesting to me about the scare philosophy? Mm-hmm. Is I always use like deer in the headlights, right? Sure. Deer get scared in the headlights. Mm-hmm. They stop, they freeze, they do nothing. There's also a deer that people talk about less that just like jumps crazily back the way it came from and does something stupid. Yeah, and then there's also the deer that runs straight towards the headlights there's, like a maniac. Yes. Yeah. That's more Joe Musgrove. All I'm saying is <laughs> these headlights right now in the NLCS are bright as can be for yeah. these dudes. Fight or flight. Or, or poop yourself a little. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Go out there, have fun. Musgrove's a fight guy. Yeah, <laughs> have fun, Venison. Whenever we get back, we wrap up the first hour. A little NFL talk. Tom Brady is in the news. We'll bring that to you. Oh, Tom Brady's in the news. Who knew? Huh. Two men on ninety-five point nine FM and AM six ten. The Sports Animal. Okay, so a little bit in the news was Tom Brady for some comments he made earlier in the week. So Tom Brady hosts this podcast called Let's Go. It's also on Sirius Satellite Radio, whatever. So Is that the, is that the one with uh, Fitzgerald? 
Yeah. And that one's pretty good. And Jim Nance. Jim Nance. And, and they bring yeah. in guests and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little dry for me. It's a little dry. I like it. It's okay at best. It's like one of the greatest receivers of all time and the greatest quarterback of all time and a pretty damn good commentator in Jim Nance. Well, it had Kevin Durant on it this past week. Okay. And Tom and Kevin are talking, and they're talking about commitment to work. And Tom Brady says something along the lines of, yeah, I can't really focus on anything outside of football when it's football season. You know, it's like a military deployment. I'm all in. Yeah. And then people that like to overreact overreacted over this thing. That's, hey, if you ever mention the military and, or oh, police yep. or there's going to be an overreaction from N- that crowd. No matter what. Also, I don't think it's that bad of a comparison. He's talking about commitment. He's talking about them being away from their friends and family and children. Long stretches of obligations. We're talking about, like, oh, I don't know, a professional athlete's season. You get to, when you're in season, you're an NFL player, you get to see your family one day a week at best. Correct. And you get to spend significant time with them one week a season at best. He's not saying. Hey, I am the quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which yeah. makes me a Navy SEAL. Sure. That's not what he's saying. Yes. I wasn't garroting krauts on the beaches of Verdun. I play football. Correct. Yes. Also, person who is critiquing this is also this person. What's the difference in a simile and a metaphor? Oh, sure. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. I'm he a- wasn't. Tom Brady's not saying that he put on his. Bomb protection software, yeah, <laughs> i.e. Hurt Locker, and he's out there. He's like, no, I'm away from my family a long time. Yeah, you talk about Jeremy Renner like that, which for Tom Brady is his favorite part of the year. <laughs> now, whenever he said football and uh, deployment, that means uh, everything is the exact same on every level. What? What? It's a bit much. But also, this like that same fan is like. And those dudes go into battle out there on the field. Yeah, it's like, these, come on. These guys are gladiators. Come on. Figure it out. So, Tom Brady today, he's got his press conference, right? He starts out by apologizing for this thing. And I get it. I'm sorry you took this the wrong way. I get it. <laughs> not he, what he said. No, he didn't. My he, words, not his. It's an apology. But that's the thing, like, this work-life balance thing, and people, in my opinion, who have found success don't have work-life balance. They just have life. Yeah. Like, you just go at it. Sure. Just go get it. life. Just do the thing. Do Yeah, what, hey, that thing you want to be doing in that exact moment. You should do it. Be passionate about it. Go. Also, there's probably, like, there's probably a group of people who are, like, in vast support of this thing, but don't take the, the moment to go out and like really celebrate that loudly. I'll, I'll use this as an example. Is there currently someone stationed somewhere around the world who is deployed? And they're like, I'm actually a big Tom Brady guy. I mean, I... It's like, yeah, I get it. I get it. I miss my family too. But they don't this go This is out, hard to do. Throw the fit. And we didn't talk about this story earlier in the week. Yeah. Because you don't want to spoil Robert's chance at his USAA insurance. But like... <laughs> it's a multi-level joke. It's really good. But... You just got to be chill on this stuff. And also, Tom Brady, you got to know your audience. Like, no offense to NFL fan. There is passionate fan bases, mm-hmm. but what are the obvious ones, right? Like uh, Star Wars. Yeah. Um, Oprah. 
European football. Yeah, Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Like these things have passionate fan bases. Hey, Midnight Tonight, Taylor Swift. What is that? Uh, Taylor Swift drops her new album at midnight tonight. Are you, and, uh, are you being serious? It was number one trending on the internet today. People love Taylor Swift. So put them right behind Star Wars on the rankings, I bet. What is the name of the new Taylor Swift? Oh, God, don't ask me that. I don't know that. Bob, you know. Bob, the, what's the name of the new Taylor Swift? The new I Taylor think Swift. it's called Midnight. I'll look it up. I believe you. You don't have to. Oh, my God. That sounds like a Taylor Swift thing to do. Also, Midnight is very relative. Yeah. Because wherever midnight is, there's 23 not midnights at that exact same moment. It's it's called it's midnight. It's called midnights. And our sister station, Magic 99.5, is playing select cuts of, off the album all day. To, well, we know. can't just push, press play record on the whole thing? Well, buy the album. That, good point. First off, <laughs> uh, I'm no. trying to cross-promote a station that we <laughs> I like 99.5. Magic really, is very good. That's nice of you. Right, I'm pulling up my Spotify right now. All right, hold on. Get past my This American Life, blah, blah, blah. All right. <laughs> Taylor Swift. All right, Taylor Swift. She comes up first when you type and, and in. And shout out to magician Doug DeRocher in our fantasy league, friend yeah. of the show. Yeah. so stupid. Friend of the show, doing. friend in real life. He's yeah. good at his job. He is. He's fun. He is a good dude. Okay. So Taylor Swift's new album is not on Spotify yet. So I can't trust anything you're saying. Well, it's not released until midnight tonight. So it can't be on Spotify yet. Well, I'm going to say it like this. Taylor really hasn't put out anything since 1989. So, and I don't mean that year. I mean the album. She hasn't had it. She's According got, to you. I would know, though. Also, me and Taylor Swift share a birthday. Which Whoopee. one? Mine. Oh, yours? Yeah. Oh, cool. Her, I, Jamie Foxx. Good company. Dick Van Dyke is good on that list. Good company. It's a good list. Tom Brady is apologizing. Here's the thing, and I'm just going to put my last two cents into it. If you are in the public eye in the world of athletics, do not make comparisons to the military. Military. Police. It, really, any yeah. civil servant. Yeah. Don't make a comparison to teachers. First Don't responders. Make, yeah. Because like, yeah. your fan base, as fired up as they get over a tough L that you take on a Sunday afternoon, they get fired up about everything the same yeah. way. You know what it's like when we lose the coin toss in overtime? It's like being a first responder for 9-11. Yeah. What, what, Tom? What? 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 It's a what? Back that up, Tom. Tom, that is not correct. It's no, nowhere close to being correct. Gosh. Something, something, coins, tails, something, something, planes. Yeah. Stop. Hey, Stop making that comparison. When, when we're third and long and uh, they got the full blitz on, just reminds me of the beaches of Normandy. Yeah. Oh. Tom, Tom, Tom chill out. Yeah. No, it doesn't, Tom. God. Easy, buddy. Easy. One hour of the program remains. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the Esports Animal. This Taylor. This is too much of a banger for Taylor. I don't know what this is, but I'm, I don't know. I'm into it. Sounds like the British singer Sampha. A little oh, bit. Yeah. Slightly deeper, a little deeper. Yeah. Very Sampha vibes. For I've me. obviously never heard of whoever that is. Yeah, I know you haven't. Marquise Brown, four to six weeks with the foot injury, chip bone in the arch area. 
will not be playing tonight, would you like some more players that will not be playing Thursday Night Football tonight? Sure. Because there's a lot of them. Michael Thomas, the wide receiver, he gone. Jarvis Landry, the wide receiver, he gone. Oh, I knew Michael Thomas. He's he's uh on my bench in a couple fantasy uh-huh. leagues. He's uh, literally on the bench in actual leagues. Jarvis Landry on the bench. Marshawn Lattimore on the bench. Ooh. It's making my Cardinals pick look better and better by the second. Andrus Pete on the bench. Not a real name. Adam Trotman on the bench. Is that Roger Troutman's boy? Don't know. Okay. Is Michael Thomas just a figment of your imagination at this point, or will he ever play football again? He had one amazing game this year. <laughs> Welcome back for one game. Now, uh, we're looking By the at- way, he's always been my second favorite, Michael Thomas. Your first one being? Michael Thomas Coffee and Knob Hill. They make a really good chai tea. Not as good as you can get it in Mexico Pinion Coffee, but if you're stuck in that area, check it out. Not a paid promotion. Um, I mean, that was actually very nice of you. Yeah, I'm sweet, think sweet my, guy. My favorite Michael Thomas is probably Thomas Hayden Church. It's S- not the word Michael. It didn't exist at all. Still got to put it up there. Okay. Can't have a quarterback controversy in New Orleans if you don't have a single player to throw the ball to. Correct. There's no point. Boom. There's no point of Thursday night football. Your roster cannot heal quick enough over the course of three days from when you last played. There's not right. enough of quote unquote go see the trainer. Yeah. That allows your team to be healthy. The team that the Saints are putting out tonight against the Arizona Cardinals will not see the field again in this incarnation all season long. This is not their team. You know the only way that you can get back from injury faster? Let's ask DeAndre Hopkins, who's coming back from his steroid suspension this week uh, because he claims it helped him get back from injuries better. Hard to argue. Yeah, sure. Also, if he, if he brings in 11 of them tonight, which kind They're going to feed him yeah, over and over and over again. He'll get, he'll get 15 targets. If he catches 11, that puts him at 800 career receptions. That's good. At 30 years old... That puts him as the second fastest ever to 800 receptions. Do you know who would be number one on that list? Oh, man. I would like to say Jerry Rice. Larry. Larry. Damn it. Damn it. That was a coin flip for me. Either Jerry or Larry. Nice. Yeah. Jerry Jerry Larry. Uh, Let me make sure I get this straight here. Uh, You need 11 of them against the Cardinals defense. Check. Done. Saints. Saints is what I meant to say backwards. Missy Elliott did that one, didn't you? Nice. Mm-hmm. There was a minute when Hopkins was the number one dude in the NFL. There was a minute. It he, wasn't a long minute. Hey, after his break, after refueling his body with illegal substances, <laughs> he just might be back on top now. If he's healthy, he's the best in the league. It does kind of feel that way, doesn't it? Sure. Because there's not a guy, because the best guy in the league plays for Las Vegas. You can make an argument whether it's him or the guy in Miami. Cup or Hill or Adams. It's not Cup. It's 100% not Cup. He just came off of the Triple Crown. That was a whole year ago. I'm talking about right now. Considerably less than a year ago. Right here, right now. 
Thank you, Jesus Jones. Thank you. You're welcome. There's no place. 505-246-0610. If you got that reference, I'll mail you a friggin' t-shirt right now. That I'd rather be. <laughs> yeah. That is that on 99.5, Bob? Is that over on Magic? It was 30 years ago. <laughs> Which one? What? Jesus Jones. Is that over? I have, I don't know. I believe it is, actually. Jesus Jones was up there with, like, Tracy Chapman. It was a very similar sound. Mm-hmm. I didn't need to hear it all the time, but when I heard it, I was into it. Yeah. It's good enough to be like elevator music. Yeah. Also, they don't yeah. play music in elevators anymore. I've talked to you about this. I will talk about it on air now. Creeps me out. There was a time when you couldn't get into an elevator in your whole life without hearing music. You get into an yeah. elevator right now, there is no music. You haven't noticed this. You've lived your life lying to yourself. There is not currently music in elevators, and it is eerie to me. Somebody big... call in and tell us some some building that has elevator. I music. ride in an elevator every single day. An to get, elevator to get to this studio. No, uh, well, Ice Toast yeah. Park. There's no uh, Rio Rancho Event Center. Yeah. There's no. There's every elevator I go in regularly. There is no music, and every time I go, Dad, damn it! It's just Dylan Storm. You you, you miss your music. <laughs> I do. And also, this is going to sound weird. Why is the grocery store only playing bangers now? I go to the grocery store. Yeah. It's all bangers from my childhood. Taylor Swift's Midnight's beginning to end at Sprouts. I don't know if that's an actual thing, but it's sure. It's not. <laughs> when I was a kid, the grocery store only played oldies. And now they're playing mm-hmm. only bangers? Hold what on. is up? That, Hold on. That's oldies. Listen to, to yourself the newer talk. One. What? Thank you. Thank you, Bob. <laughs> Caramel. You, you are Car- now an Cara- caramel lover I, Bob. You two stop it. Are you are you accusing me of being the oldie? Yes. No, I get that title. Nirvana is classic rock. I hate to tell you this. Pearl Jam is classic rock now. You're talking about grunge rock. Correct. That Which is classic. just happened like ten years ago in the nineties. Oh man, I got some we gotta have this calendar talk again. We need ten to, years uh, ago would have been twenty ten, not nineties. That would be 20 years ago. It's actually closer to 30 years ago. 30 years yeah, ago. Yeah, 30 years ago. Well, smells, said, smells like Teen Spirits 30 yeah. years ago. Okay. I, I go back to Beach Boys. That's What year was that? The mid-60s. Hey, Pet Sounds? Ooh. Yeah. Good album. Holds up. Mm-hmm. Holds up. Trippier than people remember. Everything they did was... More experimental than people remember. Also, Fred, we need to have the intersection talk. We, we need to pencil in more time for each other because we got to have the intersection talk. And then we're going to have the oldies talk. What is the intersection talk? Because you don't know what an intersection is. Like where five points come together between roads? Okay. You're thinking of the gangs of New York. Okay. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Thursday night football tonight should be okay. Won't be great. Today's I-9 Varsity. Whenever we return from the break, it's the I-9 Varsity of popcorn flavors. Stoked. So going with popcorn flavors. From the live chat and the texter, yes, we get it. Let's go Astros. Cool. Yeah, baby. They're going to catch an L tonight in either three minutes ago or 30 minutes from now. I'm waiting for right before the first pitch. Looks like 5.07 has passed. So it's not 5.07. It looks like 5.37. 5.37, the start time. Even though MLB.com and ESPN and Reddit was all incorrect. I was telling you I knew. You were saying it was both. You can't hedge your bets and say I was right. 
I trust. Also, I'm waiting for right before first pitch, and I have an epic rant to go on Albuquerque. I can't wait. I trust Harrison Bader in life and decisions. He is just ripping the sleeves off of that T-shirt what with would those ha- guns. I always say, what would Harrison Bader do? I always say that. WWHBD? Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Astros-Yankees first pitch here in about 20 minutes. Allegedly. There was contradictory reports on the first pitch. I went to the old TV guide. That's where I got it from. The TV guide? TV don't lie. The television doesn't lie? To me. Oh, okay. In your head? Yeah. Okay. I just recently got Apple TV. Do you guys have this? Yeah, Ted Lasso, baby. I don't, I don't know what that is. You should. Wait, you're talking about the service. I'm talking about the box. You got a... Okay. Yeah, so I got the box. Okay, I'm talking about Apple plus the service. No. Not I'll, the box. Hey, also, text me your new Netflix password. So... Okay. So I got the box, and it pulls all your subscriptions at once to one thing, so you don't have to log into all your things. It's the most incredible thing I've ever seen. So last night, I get to watch the end to the baseball game and then immediately go over to the Dallas Mavericks game in like 0.5 seconds as opposed to me who has traditionally had to like log into a different streaming service and send it over to my television and this and that. I was in sports heaven. Do you just like set up a game plan here? Like you just say, hey, Apple TV, like this is what it I want. It does it for you, yeah. It so just assumes that you want to watch basketball when you're done watching baseball? So it tells me that it's there. Yeah. Ah, uh, then you get to choose. And I'm like, okay, I go. Look. Like, hey, sports fan. Yeah, let's go. You'll never guess what's on right now. Look at Luca. <laughs> a lot of good NBA yesterday. I'm off in the NBA this year. It's I love the youth movement it's very in good. the NBA. Yeah. Of course, you got your, your old studs. LeBron, KD, Steph. Mm -hmm. The next generation of basketball is phenomenal. Basketball right now is better than it's ever been. Basketball five years ago was better than it ever was until right now. And basketball five years before that was the best it had ever been until five years ago and right now. Basketball has only got better. Early 2000s were rough. They were rough. They were rough. But 2010 on? Yeah. Oh, we have been in a... Thank God for Kobe. They might have shut down that league if it wasn't for Kobe. This is cliche. It's all about it's all about Michael still. Michael going overseas, showing the world all of that, the tongue thing, the brand. Mm. It's the most popular sport in countries where traditionally the most popular sport was soccer. Like, still, I mean, it still is. Like, but second though, hey, NBA basketball is bigger than soccer in China. Basketball is bigger I than don't soccer. Think that's accurate? I, I promise. I don't think that's accurate in anywhere in Asia. It's 100% accurate. Soccer is still number one everywhere. Basketball is bigger than soccer in Australia. Basketball is bigger than soccer in like some of those weird Eastern European countries like Lithuania. You're wrong about all those. I'm not. Like I could like this is a thing I know factually. There's nothing wrong with the NBA being number 2 in soccer countries, mm. which is a huge development. It's it, still soccer. It's over number there. 1 though. The way baseball is number 1 in the Dominican, right? Football's number one right here in the U.S. of A. I would still look. I would still say soccer is number one it's, in the Caribbean. I'm telling you, soccer's got everywhere it's got, but it don't got these places. And the best players that are playing this game, all those Eastern European guys, 
because that's where all the best players are right now. It's they're all coming over because they don't fall in love with soccer at that age that they used to, and it's because no, of Michael. It's because everyone who is tall plays basketball. Everyone else plays soccer. Football. Aaron Judge. It is not from the Caribbean, <laughs> by the way. He's. I think he's from New Hampshire. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You don't have to fall in love with soccer, or as you call it, weirdly, football. Well, everyone else in the world except for us calls it. Even, that is weird. That even other that. even other English speaking countries call it football. It's literally only us that calls it soccer. You know what also competes with soccer everywhere is that cricket. No, okay. I'll tell you exactly how it is. We talked about this on the show before. Places love cricket that the British Empire colonized. Places love baseball that the American Empire colonized. Places love basketball. Excuse me. Places love basketball that Michael Jordan traveled to. Okay, according, okay. according yeah. to Babbel. That's it, that's it. You're not wrong in your logic. According to Babbel.com, the number one sport in China is basketball. Babbel's wrong. And it, it says pick, pick, it says it. the second is table tennis, something called association football, so I'm sure that's soccer third. Okay. Also, table tennis didn't even click with me. Estonia has basketball number one. Lithuania has basketball number one. The Marshall Islands, which doesn't count. I'm telling you, it's got an influence. And this is all Michael Jordan stuff. It has yes. nothing to do. And table tennis slaps, by the way. You ever had like a late night with the boys around a table tennis table? Oh. Hey, that's when like bragging rights. I had a, I had a ping pong table in high school. Yes. And that's how we settled beef. Heck yeah. Yeah. Fist fight? No. Not in my neighborhood. Pong me, bro. Yeah. Uh-huh. What? Scissor me, daddy. That's <laughs> it's a handshake. The handshake. Not an act of Ooh. anything. Today's I-9 Varsity, the I-9 Varsity of popcorn flavors. League office 280 at i9sports.com, 505-312-4999. If you're new to the program, what this is, is we take a topic throughout this program and we discuss what is the best of that topic. And this is because our friend Bob, not Robert, brought in... What we determined to be an industrial size bag of movie theater popcorn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Have you ever seen a parachute? Yeah. When that parachute fails, I got that other little parachute. The, you're, he, Bob drug it in. Yeah. They, the from the parking lot. The emergency chute of popcorn. He just wrapped an emergency chute right. full of popcorn and just dragged it up here. Now, Bob, is there too much popcorn in your mouth or would you like to go first on today's I-9 Varsity of Popcorn Flavors? Oh, Mines are easy. Caramel, caramel. Okay. And butter flavored. Okay. Short okay, varsity. That's, yeah, that's good. That's, that's, it. All right, that's a good list from you. Everything else I won't touch. All right, it's not correct. Your list is wrong, but it's good. No, it's not wrong. You didn't even mention nacho. If no. You're, if you're watching the baseball pregame. No. If you're watching the baseball pregame with us right now uh, and listening to us, congratulations. You're doing it right in your mm -hmm. life. Everything's yeah. probably going great for you. We're, it, the, we're proud of well, you. Well, except for Bob, who's never had Rocky Road popcorn, but yes. No. So the I-9 varsity. My list is correct for me. <laughs> sure. Yeah. 
You do you, Bob. By We're the not way, you how to live your life, Bob. By the way, the most popular sport in Bhutan, yes, is archery. Ooh, mm. Mm. resourceful people there. There yes. we go. What's not going to make the I nine varsity of mustaches is Carlos Correa, guest host on the pregame show here on TBS. His horrible mustache. He is trying to play to the New York Yankees that he looks good in a mustache, and it's going poorly. Carlos Correa, I'm glad you're gone. Anyways, first on my I-9 varsity of popcorn flavors. And I kind of did a little twisty boy here, Fred. Of course you did. As I often do. Yeah. Uh, I'm going with ways that I like to spice up my normal popcorn. All right. Because I am a cast iron pot corn guy. I make my own uh, pop it just right there fresh. No microwave. No thank you. Okay. So the first thing I do on plain popcorn is I'll get some pickles out of a jar. And I'll dice up some pickles, and I'll sprinkle pickles all over my popcorn. And then at the last second, a little spoonful of pickle juice on the top. you got to eat it fast, though, because it gets soggy. But it is absolutely delicious. Highly recommend pickles. Bob is visibly upset yeah, it's across a, the glass. He's not, he's not doing well. Earlier I thought Bob's list was wrong. It's not. Bob's list is very right compared to your terrible list. Okay, well, it's going to get worse for you then, Fred. Whenever you put them on a string for a Christmas tree, mm-hmm. I think that's the best flavor. So stringing string pop- flavored, stringing popcorn out on fishing line to put around a Christmas tree at the holidays, I think is the number one flavor. Put that on the varsity of flavors for popcorn. Do you eat it after the twelve days of Christmas are up? Uh, you sneak a little snacky boys all the time. Yeah. Okay. Next on my I-9 Varsity of popcorn flavors, Mm -hmm. not traditional popcorn flavors, what I like to make in my own home to church up normal popcorn whenever I need a little fixing for some poppy boys. Uh, Yeah, of course. We're going to go chili and lime. And this is what you do. You make your plain popcorn, Fred. This is like a regular flavor. Anyways, what you do, Fred, Mm -hmm. you get your plain popcorn, Mm -hmm. you cut a lime, you squirt the lime juice all over it, and then you hit it with some salt and some chili powder. Give it a little tossy, boy. Boom. You got some chili lime popcorn. It is phenomenal. From the texter, Van eats popcorn like he is a pregnant woman. That is accurate. Wait. It's, it's going to keep going. I got two more. Popcorn balls is on my list, okay? So I think popcorn balls, they have a special place in my heart. And I think it's just marshmallow mix and popcorn. That's my understanding of what it actually is. And yes. It's balled up into things pretty good. Mm-hmm. And a lot of sugar. Delicious sugar. A lot of sugar. delicious sugar. A lot, a lot of delicious sugar. This one is my favorite. Mm -hmm. This one is my go-to. So you get your plain popcorn. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. You sprinkle some soy sauce all over it. And then, bam, you squeeze the sriracha all over. So you got a little soy and sriracha kind of Asian thing going. Give it a little toss with your fingers. Run your fingers through the sink, and then bam, you got some delicious Asian-inspired popcorn. Why do you keep naming liquids on your popcorn? Why do I keep naming liquids yeah, on my popcorn? You're, you're putting like ointments on your popcorn. That is it? correct. Yes, I do. Well, Does butter the... is a liquid, too. What? I think butter is gelatinous. Well, well when you're putting it on popcorn, it's liquid at that point. Yeah. Some butter flavor. So soy sauce and sriracha Are is horrible. third on my I nine varsity. Sometimes what I like to do is I like to take a bag of popcorn down to Howie Sports page. Okay. Okay. I like to pop it in the microwave in the back. Smart. 
I then like to go and get some of the dry rub Cajun. Put it all over that bad boy. Shake it up. Round my head. Like a helicopter. Okay. And then have my dry rub Cajun Howie Sports Page popcorn. That to me is about as good as it gets. Okay. I'm going to put the microphone down a little bit. Yes. So you can hear me scratch out my last popcorn <laughs> flavor on the I-9 Varsity because I was going with Cajun dry rub. Yeah, it's very good. It's very good. But this one, you do like some fresh butter, nuke some butter in the microwave a little uh-huh. bit, sprinkle the butter over the top of your plain popcorn, boom, then hit it with the Cajun. With Pretty peanuts good. and Cracker Jacks Pretty on good. my list. Mm-hmm. Why do you, why you do don't you, know if you'll ever come back? Yeah. Why do you keep spoiling good popcorn with all that stuff? <laughs> okay, as a guy with an adventurous palate and a, a craving for spice, I think I'm doing the world a favor, what I'm doing right here. All right. Uh, from a Thank di- you. From a completely different texter, someone give Van a pregnancy test. This is multiple in a row now. Okay. Multiple people believe that you're having pregnancy cravings. Sure. Crack open a ranch packet. I'm not talking ranch dressing. Okay. Now who's pregnant? (laughs) (laughs) Also, the real answer is uh, garlic herb. It's just garlic herb. It's a good one. Yeah, it's It's just a super good answer. You do garlic herb or you just straight garlic salt? You do the one with the little flakes in it, little parsley flakes? Yeah, little parsley flakes. You like that? That's the one. Okay. More two men on whenever we get back. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Uh, we are three minutes away from Harrison Bader leading off in the Yankees against the Astros. All right, real quick, Albuquerque. He will reach first base. He will steal a base. He will steal a taco. Loyal listener, friend of the show, I'm going to tell you right now, now is not the time to hate the Houston Astros. Now is the time to embrace your local son, Albuquerque's own Alex Bregman. You have a child of the Zia trying to win a championship. I don't care what baseball team you're a fan of. I don't care how the Astros cheating scandal five years ago has impacted you. I don't care if they're a division rival. You live in Albuquerque. You live in New Mexico. There is a son of Albuquerque playing for a chance to win a championship. You should be supporting him. It's very easy to hate on the Astros. I get it. Go crazy. Alex Bregman from Albuquerque played in Albuquerque. Still represents Albuquerque. Goes to Lobos games. Goes to local sports games. Is involved in charities here. Support the local son. Cheer for Alex Alex Bregman. He's there. You have something to be passionate about. You have something to cheer for. Five years ago, there's only four players still on the Astros who are involved in the seven, the 17 World Championship team. Grow up. Get over it. Cheer for your boy. All right, done. What were you saying, Fred? <laughs> Alex Bregman was one of those cheaters. Yes, he was one of those cheaters. He has grown. He has learned from it. And he has done amazing things since then. Root for your boy. You don't want to root for... The underdog, New York Yankees. Are you talking about 27 world championships? The evil empire? The pay-for-wins New York Yankees? They're the bad guys. By the way, the Yankees were cheating the same time the Astros were. They just weren't as good at it. Grow up. 
cheer for your boy. Support Alex Bregman. Here's how bad Houston is. Even if his father, Sam Bregman, beats you in a lawsuit <laughs> and you owe the insurance company more money than you deserve, mm-hmm. it's okay. If, if you're affected personally by Bregman and Bregman and Associates, don't let that distract you from the fact that Alex Bregman is from Albuquerque. Cheer for your boy. How did the Houston Astros corrupt Carlos Beltran in a way to where he felt like... It was his idea. That's not true. Alex Cora and Carlos Beltran brought the cheating to the Astros, and they perfected it. That is how it happened. From the texter, let's go Breggy. Yes. See, there we go. Yeah, baby. Taking the field of the Houston Astros and Harrison Bader... Speaking of 27 World Championships, who I think is 27 years old, will lead off against some no-name Houston Astros pitcher. Framber Valdez? Winner of 17 games this year? You are an insane person. And he's going to single to left center, and it'll be fielded by former St. Louis Cardinals Aledmus Diaz because there's so much talent that the, the Redbirds just let go. You know what that is, though? Maybe the Aledmus baseball- Diaz is an Astro. He spent one season in St. Louis. Was an all-star. And it was his worst year. It was a, he was an all-star. <laughs> and also this. They underutilized him. Underutilized him? They had Paul DeYoung. Think young. That Paul dude. Paul DeYoung. And also, if you're right now watching Thursday Night Football, which hasn't quite started yet, go over to TBS. Yeah. There is you can do both. Major League Baseball playoffs currently happening. Hey. And if you miss this previous rant that I just went on right. for five minutes a couple minutes ago, yeah. support your local boys. Here's what you're doing. Alex day, Bregman. Your day could look exactly what I'm about to describe. Okay. You get to watch ALCS Divisional Playoffs. Which I will watch every pitch. ALCS Divisional Except for when I'm sense. commuting. Then turn on the remainder of the Thursday Night Football game. Boom. Might be good at the end. Who knows? Yeah. Then have dinner, a stretch, take a shower, listen to midnight all night. That's a good night. Have you not ordered your takeout from 66 Diner yet, by the way? You can. You better hurry. They're about to get busy. Yeah. You can get a milkshake with caramel. Yes. Bring all the boys to the yard. Khalees? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Was dating Nas for a while. How do you know that? I like Nas. Harrison Bader steps into the box. He's facing off against, uh, what was his name? Frankie Valdez? Frankie Valley. Yeah, Frankie Valley does. Yeah, yeah. By the way, Framber. coming to town, coming to town. First Look week at him, December. he's like a sexy half-human, half-predator. Oh, gosh. Look at those beautiful dreadlocks. The seats behind home plate are empty in Houston. No one cares about this game. Do you not know about Houston traffic? It is really bad during rush hour. It'll be full ASAP. It's 637 in Houston. You've yeah, been that's how bad traffic is. For three hours. You've three been- hours? People got to work at 3.30, right? Where? I mean, everywhere. That's kind of my understanding of it. <laughs> no, they quit working hard at 3.30, then get off at 5. First pitch, literally in the dirt. The nerves are too high in this moment. Harrison Bader is sitting on a 1-0 count, and he's uh, he's green light right here. Harrison Bader. What's his middle name? Master? It's No. 
Too low is number two. That's a strike. And this one, it's a 2-0 count. God. And Harrison Bader is about to get the best pitch in the history of playoff baseball. And now no longer will he only single to Ledmus Diaz. He will cork this one over the short porch and left. And the Yankees will be up 1-0 before Aaron Judge even steps to the plate. He should have shut the roof in Minute made. There's no sun in Houston tonight. Bader rips one to third. Five to three by Albuquerque's Alex Bregman. All right, this one's over for the Yankees. Yep, you're right. <laughs> it was over. It was over one batter ago. Twenty six outs till the end of this one. That's the thing about Major League Baseball too. At this level, like ALCS, I don't mean like talent level of Major League Baseball. Everyone knows what that is. That out literally is like the table setter for this whole thing. No, this out. To fall behind 2-0. <laughs> this out Aaron is the Judge. table setter. Hey, and Aaron Judge, who's not hitting in the playoffs. If he, if he hits a donger right here into the Crawford boxes right. and takes the air out of this crowd, which it sucks that the roof isn't closed, and this is an MLB decision, not an Astros decision. In the playoffs, it is a huge advantage to have the roof closed in Houston because the fans are belligerent right. in Houston. Yeah. It's a one of the best home field advantages in baseball. MLB makes them open it because of the weather. I've been to Minute Maid Park one time. It was for an ex ambassadors concert. It was a what? Ex ambassadors? Like ambassadors to other countries retired and started their own band? Or is that just their name? That's the name of the band. Okay. It's like Bill Richardson, like wasn't the lead singer? Is that what you're saying? Their hit was a song called Unsteady and Renegades. Aaron Judge hits one to deep center all the way back to the track and ow on the feet. And then the hind end is, I think that's Tucker in the center. That is rookie Chaz McCormick. Whenever we get back, more two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. From the texter, white popcorn only, cast iron skillet only, fairly heavy butter, real butter only. Lowry seasoned salt, Tabasco to taste. This message That's is brought to you by exactly. Uh, thanks for that extra message. Well, I got that extra message. That's exactly what I do. That, my last one, my Cajun one, that's uh-huh. basically it right there. So congratulations to the texture. Agreed. White popcorn only. Okay. Let's just call it popcorn. Thank you. Cast iron skillet only. Cast iron makes the best popcorn. It heats evenly. You don't have that. Metal, metallic taste. Are you saying you're a cast iron skillet only fan? Oh yeah, I okay. am. Yeah, that's my favorite OnlyFans page. Okay, cast iron skillets. Now I don't know what fairly heavy butter is. I guess that's lightly whipped. Uh, fairly heavy means like Paula Deen amounts of butter. Okay, I'm in on that. Yeah. Now Paula Deen, who I believe uh, before her death bought a lot of stock in diabetes medicine. Okay. Yeah, she... Uh, because of all of her suggestions. Because, yeah, it was a Ponzi scheme of yeah. sorts, yeah. Lowry's, from, from friend of the show, Chad, you're going to love this one. Okay. Pepper, garlic, and white cheddar. Salt. What? It's just, just good old spicy boys. That's just dirty popcorn. <laughs> nice. I don't like that. It's very sexual. Oh, uh, you put it in some Texas chili. First of all, it's just called chili. How many... Uh, oh, oh. Tabasco to taste, Van. Tabasco to taste. So there you go. For me, that'd be a lot. For you, that you'd be zero. Zero Tabasco. You'd have zero Tabasco. Yeah. 
Lowry's is probably about all the spice you could handle. I'm a Lowry's guy. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm into Lowry's. So I got a story for you. This one I'm about. We're going to go into uh, the making, making the World Better file. Thank you. You're familiar with Paul George? Yeah. Pretty good basketball player. Good. Paul George is a uh, player. Like you, like I, like Bob, like so many of us, uh, is at points in his life struggled with mental health. Mm. Uh, I, I think I talk about this on the radio. Now, I see a therapist every week. That is a that is part of my weekly routine of existence. I'm a quarterly guy. Okay. Also, when I'm in crisis, weekly. Yeah. Well, and the, also this, I go to therapy for help. You go to therapy to win, and that is not a healthy mindset, man. We need to have a talk about that. W H E N. No. Oh, that's yeah. bad. Yeah. Okay. Do you remember the day you called me and said, "Fred, I think I'm finally winning therapy." Yeah. I said, "What? You you don't get to win therapy." I was playing a lot of Madden at the time. Ah, nice. Yeah. Paul George has partnered with, and this is, and I don't, I mean, obviously, whenever you have these kind of stories, you're like, hey, is this just a publicity thing? Are they trying to get the name out? I'm going to, I'm going to share it because it makes the story work, but he's partnered with BetterHelp. BetterHelp, it's like a website-based therapy because not necessarily everyone is comfortable going in person. Not necessarily everyone is comfortable with talking. This is, this can be text-based. This can be phone-based. There's a lot of options through this. I'm familiar with it. Mm -hmm. With that said. The audience that Paul George hits with his young males, primarily as an NBA player, and to a very high percent people of color. Sure. And there is... Which s- is a underserved oh population. Oh, gosh. Yeah. We'll be talking about that this Tuesday on the BS show. Right. Having a special guest, and then you know Robert and Six and Larry will be talking about mental health and how hard it is for men and middle-aged men and middle-aged minority men to seek help. And you're seeing this again right here. Paul George, who, quote, thought he was one of the people who thought he was invincible, unquote, mm-hmm. has battled anxiety and depression. And he, alongside BetterHelp, are giving away $3 million in free mental health resources to people in need. And I am a gigantic fan of this. So through a partnership with athletes like Paul George, also Venus Williams, Francis Tafoe, Taylor Fritz, there's a lot of of athletes out there that are right now trying to destigmatize pursuit of assistance in your mental health. And I could not be more happy about this movement of pro athlete going from invincible to vulnerable and telling you, I, Bob, all the friends of the show currently listening, how it is okay to not always be okay Absolutely. and how it is okay to help that. Yeah. I mean, you said it right there. It's okay to not be okay. And there's resources out there to help you. You don't have to wait for this Paul George trickle down money to get into your community. There's a lot of great resources in New Mexico already, including nmcrisisline.com. Right. And if you don't have access to the internet or a smart device, you can call 855-NM-CRISIS. That's 855-662-7474. One more time, 855-NM-CRISIS. Six six two seven four seven four. Shoving it down and acting like nothing's wrong is not the method. It's not the answer. What excites me about this is going from what has been a small list of professional athletes that is now a growing list of professional athletes yeah. who are fighting back against uh, the stigma, right? And, I, and right. I know I used that phrasing earlier, but, I mean, Paul George caught the brunt of it, not – not from you and I per se, because we don't have that brand of program, but there was a lot in the media and a lot of the fandom during that time in the bubble 
where Paul George was really catching it. And then obviously Correct. L.A. and the pressure associated with that. Yeah. And then there's guys in that same industry, Ben Simmons, who is who's yeah. maybe abused this idea in a way to benefit he. And the idea is, can you find an avenue for you that allows you to be the healthiest person that you can be? Because when it comes to mental health, that is the thing you're allowed to be an authority on. And not only are you allowed to be an authority on it, you're allowed to be selfish about it. And you're seeing like an overwhelming tide flowing from some of these players who are finally open enough. Look at Michael Phelps, uh, Kevin Love, right? Um, oh, what's o- Osaka, uh, Simone Biles? Like all these people are finally coming out and take take an example from these guys that it is okay to ask for help and you're not weak. Please, you're just asking for help. Please care about yourself because we care about you and we don't want you treating our friends that way because you're a friend of this show. Final words, man? Too much for the time allotted, my friend, but anything that we didn't cover, make sure you check out tomorrow morning on the opening drive with Jeff, JJ, and A. Marie. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke.